Think From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. It's an open topic show, so you can ask us anything under the sun or under the roof in this case. If it's broken, we'll try to help you fix it. Got a project you want to tackle, we'll help you finish it. It's finally starting to heat up, and we want to know what's outside projects you're working on, and maybe you're wanting a deck or maybe add that swimming pool to the backyard, whatever you're working on. Want to change a light switch or doorknob? Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. It's an open topic show today, so you can ask us anything under the sun, anything you're working on, whatever. Anything under the roof in this case, if it's broken, we'll try to help fix it. If you've got a project you want to tackle, we'll help you finish it. You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. Share your comments, experiences, what you blew up, what you fixed, what you're working on. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you fellas doing today? Man, I'm doing great. Yeah. Love the weather. It's um you know, might get a little storm this afternoon, but other than that we've had some we've had some real nice weather. Yeah, okay, I'll take that. Yeah, you can't beat the weather in Mississippi. I'm feeling just good myself. Well, we say that today. <laughs> yeah, Even but, with but, the yeah. storms, man, because, you know, we but got When it's 117 degrees me. out in July, you're yeah. getting a different tune. Let's not even talk about that yet. Right. <laughs> the truth <laughs> is you got to look forward to it. You know it's going to be uh, hard to right. bear and, and Get ready. Right. So you run for shelter. Right. So, okay, so you guys, what what little things, hey, look, we got the... Uh, the, the big alarm. So what little things are you guys working on right now at your houses? Dell? what are you working on? Right now, the little fix is uh, keeping uh, the yard and the garden, um, you know, looking good and everything like that. So it's really... Uh, Nothing big going on at your house, huh? No, no. I've, we, you know, the, we've the reconstructed everything. Everything is new. Mrs. don't have you, doesn't have you running around doing your honeydews of any sort? Not not yet, and I hope we don't talk that up, but um, we've, we've pacified everything so far. You know, we made it through. And, oh, um, man, you renovated need to my wife. after the tree, so it's really nothing to do, but, in, you know, we're outside now. All Just, right, so you have time to answer questions then. Oh, yes, okay, absolutely. Cool. Jeff, uh, any little things going on at your house you're fixing well, up? Well, <clears throat> not actually at my house, at but the at, residence. At, the, at the country, at the mm-hmm. cabin, uh-huh. uh, still trying to keep the goats in. Right. <laughs> yeah. still, keeping still, the goats in. Still building fences, keeping the goats in. Is Do that, they just eat right through it? No, they climb it. Oh, they jump it. You can't. <laughs> a, goat, a goat can get into Fort Knox undetected. <laughs> I, I promise you. All right. Well, now I know. 
my dog, my dog figured out how to jump or how to get out of my fence, and she literally climbs a privacy fence. Oh yeah, a dog. Yeah, I'm like, how are you climbing wood? This is crazy. Anyway, uh, had big projects worked on this weekend. Had a couple. Of, I have a. I have a tale, a cautionary tale for you on one of them. I was uh, helping a friend uh, work on uh, the the toilet, uh, their toilet, and they they were uh, we we need to replace the bolts between and the seal between the tank on the toilet and the bowl portion, right? Yep, so all yep. you got to do is take the bolts out, uh, uh, take the tank off, put the new seal in there, and then put it back, right? S- simple fix. Sounds simple. You know, that should be a ten yep. minute gig, right? Well, oh, that is unless the bolts are so rusted on there that they won't come off. So I had to use a um, had to use a Dremel tool, mm. or a rotary tool with uh, a little uh, cutoff wheel, and I was using that. Luckily, I had my safety glasses on. The cutoff wheel shattered while oh, I was cutting goodness. this bolt off, and it went straight at my eye. Luckily, I had on my my safety glasses, and it just cut me. Uh, Kind of uh, right beside my eye, next to between my nose and my eye, but uh, but but I really believe it would have gone straight to pupil. Wow! Um, It it scared me to death, and it hurt even worse. But anyway, uh, a big cautionary tale about wearing your safety glasses. Yes. Uh, also did the uh, the the laundry room this weekend. A, a couple of folks have seen that. I've got to put it on the Fix It One Hundred and One Facebook page. But the wife wanted a purple room, and so she picked out this uh, purple color, mm. and we put it in the laundry room and put up cabinets and 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 shelves and everything else. How many how many coats of paint to cover? Uh, I don't even. Oh man. man, it's 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 tough. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then. Yeah, and then is it the light purple or dark? Oh no, no man, it is purple. Yeah, purple, I mean it purple. is Prince purple. Oh yeah. yes. So anyway, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, you know what? Let's go straight to the phone. And uh, Marion's on the line in Tupelo. And she's got a question about oak doors. Uh, Marion, you have big oak doors, right? Yeah, I do. So what's going on with them? They have a northern exposure. They're the big, large double doors with windows. And over the past few years, they've weathered. I want to know how I can bring them back to life. Um, you know, the, the, the proper way to do something like that on an oak door, uh, and you guys can tell me otherwise because you're the big pros, but uh, a big, beautiful oak door deserves to be sanded and, and, and refinished. But, okay, professionals. Thoughts? Well, I'm going to recommend that you actually take the door off of the hinges, put it on a set of um, sawhorses, Take um, all of your old varnish off. I don't know what's on the door, but but prep your door and stain it, recoat it. But when you get to your final steps, use spar varnish. It's a it's a marine varnish, and what what is weathering those doors more than anything else is the UV uh, hmm. in the in the sunlight, and that's what's that's what's. Um, Interesting. Doing, doing more damage to the doors than uh, anything else. And then once you do get them back like you want them, the best thing to do is kind of keep them, you know, a little protected with a little wax or um, just keep ad- ad- educating that um, coat back again. You know, keep it um, real fresh, you know. Yeah, um, I would I would coat them about once a year with the, with the spar varnish before 
they start um, turning, turning yeah. on you, right? So, and and when it turns, how do you recognize that? Does it get a specific color or shade, or it's it's going to start weathering? Sure. Now, when something weathers, is that like a like that milk that white kind of film? film look is that yeah, what it is i mean it can you let it go long enough it's going to start turning very dark at the bottom Gray, dark, oh really so. um cracking and and, and the cracking is yes, something you really peeling okay. and flaking starts right. to make the door looks real bad but the door really is still good it's okay. just a finished coat all right so there you go sounds like a big project thank you uh, thank you uh mary it is a big Doors project but, but sure it is Sure, but it is it. It can be a weekend project, though. Uh, that's how you can do. It's going to take a minute now, uh, but yeah. you will need. Uh, and if it's an oak door, one thing yeah. that you don't know about that oak door, if you've never taken it off, Marion, that thing is a beast. It oh, is it's heavy. heavy. It's very heavy. You don't heavy. have to take the door off. It just depends on to what degree it needs um, the application. I, I would have to look at it myself to see. If you could cheat a step and still get the same look and quality, uh-huh. you know, if you, you know, by yourself don't want to take that heavy door down, I would say put down a nice drop cloth and matting uh-huh. and still sand it. But it takes um, a slower technique to stain up, you know, vertical like that. Straight up and down, right. right. Yes. Okay. Just a little bit at a time. All right. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. This is Open Topic Day, the little stuff show. That's right. A- anything really that you're working on, you can call and get some advice on. Uh, uh, yes, we do have the two contractors here, and they are ready and waiting for your call. 877-MPB-RING. Um, and and today, a lot of things have happened. In, uh, I had a friend call the other day about a leaky shower, mm-hmm. and we had to go over that. And finally, I just said... Hey man, uh, it's the it was the shower head, mm. and I'm like, I was lucky. Look, the shower head is the easiest and one of the cheapest things that you can fix on a shower because you can get uh, a cheap shower head, which is going to cost you over time, uh, or you can get a good shower head. But either way, you're looking anywhere between fifteen dollars and two hundred dollars, depending on what you want to spend. The cheap one. It seemed like when I take it out the pack uh-huh. and um, when I tighten it up, that's it. It's leaking right then because it yeah. looks like uh, metal, right. but it's not. It's plastic. Oh, it's plastic, yeah. And these big hands chromed run. plastic, and it'll yeah, it'll run those screws out. It just huh. over. It just cracks on the side, and then it right. drips, and you know it's bad. So that's probably that's go probably more than eight dollars at least. I'm gonna tell you, at yeah. least go more than eight dollars. That's good advice. Go with metal. And, and and not plastic. All right. Let's, yeah. let's talk to uh, Kathy, and she has got a question uh, uh, buying not livable property. Uh, I think, you know what, Jeff does this like every Thursday. So what's going on? <laughs> Kathy? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. How are you doing? Uh, we're good. So so tell us what's going on. Okay. This is my question for you and, and kind of maybe out of the rim, but... Um, with you being contractors and stuff, I'm quite sure, assuming that you probably have rental properties or have dealt with rental properties over the years. But my question is, if you are looking at a property to be an investment property, but it's unlivable, and so it's one that you would be, you know, totally renovating, how would you go about getting a loan for one that you can't live in immediately because... I know with an FHA loan, you have to live in the property. So how would you go about getting a loan for an investment property? So investment, like you're going to flip it? 
Um, possibly or rent it, you know, maybe rent okay. it or... Hmm. It's real simple. What, what the bank is going to want to do, they they want a an appraisal on that property. You, 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 give, you give the appraiser the list of items that you're going to do. They come out and they appraise the property prior to. Okay. Okay. Then once all the work is done, they verify that, and they and uh, uh, up front they will give you a value of what that property is going to be worth after you make the repairs. And the banks typically will loan you eighty percent loan to value, called eighty percent LTV. Eighty percent LTV. Yeah, loan to value is typically what banks will give you on a project like that. Okay, so you would have to do the repairs. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. The bank is going to loan you the money to to okay. to do the repairs. Let's just say the house worth a hundred thousand dollars. The bank's okay. going to give you eighty thousand. Uh, you you do all the repairs. Once all that is done, then they will come back and give you your your permanent mortgage on it, or you know you've done a bridge loan. And I know we're getting kind of complicated, but without going too far, the bank will do it. All you have to do is call them. Okay. Okay. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, for the past three minutes, we got call your bank. Okay. There we got. No, thank you, Jeff. Appreciate that. Well, well there are we, some were, books we were going about down it. another road. That's a whole other show. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, all right. We're going to continue our discussion after the break. Today is an open topic day, so no question is off the table. What projects are you getting ready for this summer? Call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on at 877 MPB Ring. That's 877 672 7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at MPB. Online.org. Hang on, Frank, and we'll get right back to you. It's MPB's Fix It 101. steps to your front door, MPB News covers the state like no one else. Our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life. MPB News, online at mpbonline.org and on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein. Here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today is an open topic day, and we're just here to help. Let us uh, help you out on your home improvement project. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Let's go straight to Frank. And uh, you were going to mention something about my eye protection. Frank, you with me? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Uh, when I started out in construction back in 1977, we started doing 
home renovations. Uh huh. And invariably, eye injuries were a big problem. Yeah. So we decided to give the guys goggles. Mm hmm. Goggles would turn yellow pretty quick, and they would get a lot of condensation on the inside. Right. They're doing government work, and the government said, well, in addition to goggles, depending on what you're doing, you need to have a, a shield in front of your eyes. Uh huh. First thing we learned was, well, then I started doing home improvements around my house, and I bought these little goggles you get at the Home Depot. Right. Cover your face. Little glasses. Mm -hmm. I that those glasses are useless. So I went back to the goggles, <laughs> and the goggles are a lot better than they used to be. Still have a condensation problem, but you can work with that. Just wipe them out periodically. Right. To protect your eyes, either use the goggles or use your 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 protection glasses plus a a shield, which they sell, which is about eight or nine bucks. Mm -hmm. Really? Okay. When we were doing construction. Uh, we would get we would get rated on our uh, workman's comp. Mm -hmm. And our agent told us, "Cover up your guys' eyes." That was his mantra. Cover up the eyes because that is the the most frequent claim for workman's compensation. So okay, uh, uh, you did it all wrong. Get rid of the glasses or use the glasses in addition to a shield or just go with the glasses. Hey, you know what, Frank? I was just thinking, wow, I was lucky I remembered to put my glasses on today. Mm -hmm. I mean, usually, and, and I'm you terrible about it. this, usually it's like, oh, well, I'm just doing this for a second. It's not, right. I don't have to get all right. prepared. Right. And, you know, I'm just putting a just nail a in, whatever. Sure. Uh, and, and there's a problem. But this time I was like, you know what? I'm going to be dealing with sparks and whatnot, so mm -hmm. let's go ahead and put some glasses on. Uh, and it was the best decision I've made. I, I can tell you, Frank, but I can I can say based on the uh, the the heels in my skin um, right next to my eye, I can say that I probably could have done that better. Appreciate it. All right, let's go to uh, Vicky in Gulfport. Uh, how to fix for mica? Boy, that's tricky. You with us, Vicky? Yes. So, uh, what's up with your for mica? Um, we have a rental property that was redone three years ago, mm -hmm. and when the people moved out, there's like a, a hole like it, that has been chipped out of it and also some cut marks. So is there a way to repair that, or do we just need to replace all of it? Um, I'm, 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 my, the pros are in here shaking their heads, but let me say that Formica is cheap, um, uh -huh. and that may be your best solution. All right, go mm -hmm. ahead, pros. I'm yeah, saying. Vicky, I don't, I don't think you're going to repair it uh, to a to a uh, condition that's going to make everyone happy. I think, I think you're going to end up replacing it. It'll always okay. be a little like a trip spot or uh, some blemish there. Uh, even if you change to the nearest panel, you can have uh, blemishes in the color. It varies right. a little bit. Well, and the, and, the, and, and the price point is low enough that it's that it you know it's time it, to make it, it over. You know, sh shouldn't hurt the budget. Okay. Well, good deal. Thank you very much. Sure. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that, uh, the stuff is honestly. I mean, Formica is about as tough as anything sure. out there. However, once you get a chip, it's oh, just chipped. It. Yeah. You know, uh, there's. Uh, my wife and I were talking the other day. You guys, I moved into a house in Virginia years ago. That the basement had never had not been changed since the house had been made. Well, all of the cabinets down there were the old old cabinets that had the metal uh, like aluminum strips or, or tin mm -hmm. strips around. 
the edges of the... the uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. But it's a great way to cut an arm off those things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. dangerous. It is. It's very dangerous. I know why they don't do that anymore. Yeah, the metal kitchen cabinets. And oh, you see man. those all the time. Number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Um, if you want to ask about anything that you're working on, the wife had this uh, laundry project that she really wanted to to get on the past couple of years. And finally, you know, it's kind of like one of those Pinterest projects where somebody has done something where they put a cool coat of paint or something on. And then um, then then my wife sees it and mm-hmm. then I'm doing it. So anyway, <laughs> so uh, she sent me these pictures so is, and, and even sent me a picture of the color paint that she wanted. So I went and bought materials and, and did that on Monday. But it was absolutely it's her favorite room in the house now. She calls it her room. Because it, yeah, because it's the place where she can be, and now she can do stuff that she wants to do. So okay, uh, and it's purple. Yes. So so very cool room. Anyway, eight seven seven MPB ring. Is there is there a particular project, a small project that you're working on, something that you want to uh, fix out? Now, let me ask you this, guys: How easy is it to DIY your own concrete work? Ooh, I mean, mean, what you talking about? Pouring a patio or something? I mean, what sure. Mean? Let's let's say uh, let's say a small patio or uh, maybe a path. <clears throat> I would say this: uh, concrete might, heavy. Yeah, they underestimate uh, how heavy it is and <laughs> how much work is involved in pulling mud or mixing it. If you mix the bags, you think you're going to say, "When well, the bag's only two, three dollars, right?" You just get a hundred bags. When well, who's going to mix that and get that um, slump that you need? And if you call the truck out. You do need to have the tools to pull and haul the, con- you know. Right. It, don't underestimate the job. It, the patios look good after they're done. Yeah. You know, that's why we draw well, them up. And, you know, here's the thing with concrete, too, that um, concrete is not going to wait on you. Right. It's set up. It's, it's not going to wait. <laughs> so, you know, you might think you're going to save a few dollars. I would, I would definitely... Uh, consider hiring a professional for that. Really? They know if you need more water in the concrete or less. They'll know exactly what to do. Because one disaster happened to me. I got caught out with an unexperienced crew, and the mud was coming out real, you know, dry and mm-hmm. hard, and they didn't know what to do, and the the, flo- the bull float broke on them. Uh-huh. And he made one, and it was, like, too heavy. And I was like, what? Is, oh, God, what's going on? And it set up, like Jeff was saying, and the, the, it wasn't there. Uh-huh. So, you know, we had to jackhammer, had it, back to jackhammer out. it back out. Oh, and, man. You know, when I couldn't let them do it again, but I had to, you know, learn right then. Right. About uh, the volume of water needed and everything. I just went um, to PSI right then and learned all the basic um, contents of concrete. Well, you, you know, a 10 by 10 patio, the labor to finish that concrete work should be around 400 bucks. Really? 500 So. And, and ten by ten, what? Wh- how much are you thinking on uh, uh, material costs? Well, <clears throat> concrete is real easy to figure. Um, perfect world, a yard of concrete, four inches thick, will cover eighty square feet. Oh, eighty. So, so I figure my concrete at seventy square feet to the yard, four inches thick. So, concrete right now is running. Um, to the typical homeowner, they're they're going to pay one hundred and twenty, one hundred and fifteen a yard. Wow! So um, one hundred forty. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, 
that's I think that's worth it, right? Oh, well, oh yeah, it is. Sure, you it know, saves time and money, man. You can get yeah, it done and, in a couple hours. I think I think that's probably the way to go. I can say if uh, the only time I really buy concrete myself is putting a pole in the ground, something of that oh, yeah, nature. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just need a bag or two. But yeah, 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 and that's no <clears> big deal. So that that may be a way to go. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. How do you get the top off a paint can that is really jammed on? Believe it or not, this is this is crazy. This is funny. Um, I, have, knife? I have a couple of different <laughs> things that I've used in the past uh, that are all wrong. So like awesome. the butter knife. <laughs> yeah, I like the butter knife. Uh, but I've used a couple of different things. You would be amazed if you actually have one of the little paint can lid keys. Sure. Oh, that yeah. they actually work. <laughs> right. Because a screwdriver is not the same nope. as one of those little paint keys. No, it just puts a dent in the can. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a perfect dent every time, everywhere you do it. But no, the little keys that they give you when you buy a, a, a bucket of paint, a, a gallon of paint, they'll give you one of those keys. And, and they actually work better than just about mm-hmm. anything else you can put in there. And they've made some cool accessories, too, like the uh, the little lid that you can put on the gallons to make it easy to pour, and you can use it to work out of and contain the uh, paint. You know, I've used one of those on a five-gallon bucket before, and that is that is living right there. If you're rolling yes. paint uh, and you don't want to just open the big five-gallon bucket and do it that way, mm-hmm. you can... You can um, you can get a spout, basically, that you yes. can put onto your five-gallon buckets, your gallon buckets, anything like that, that will make it easier if you're just going to be painting for the day, make it a lot easier on you with a little spout on the can, and there's a lot less cleanup. Yes, easy cleanup. Right. And the spouts are cheap, so you can just toss it if you don't want it afterwards. Yeah, uh, they're, they're cost-efficient. They're, right. They're really... Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We're going to continue our discussion after the break. Today is an open topic day, so no question is off the table. Anything you want to ask. What projects are you getting ready for this summer? You can call your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at MPB. PBonline.org. We'll be right back. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today is an open topic day. We're just here to help. Let us help you complete your home improvement project. You can call the uh, call the guys here at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email 
to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. All right, we have uh, Mark in Madison right now. He's uh, retrofitting a pool heater. How cool is that? Are you with us, Mark? Yes, I am. So what's the deal with this uh, pool heater? Okay, well, I've got a uh, a new-to-me last summer, uh, new construction, in-ground swimming pool. I have had it built without any kind of a heater, and I would really like to uh, go back and put a heater on it. So I'm exploring possibilities and uh, would like some recommendations on uh, different ways that I could go uh, to retrofit a a pool heater. I'm really leaning towards uh, solar right now, uh, a rooftop solar. Oh, man. Wow. Into the the, uh, pool filter pump uh, and the booster pump that uh, runs the little crawler on the bottom. Um, But uh, I'm open to other ideas, too, because I really don't have any idea of what I'm talking about. (laughs) You know what, Mark? I need you to hold that thought. Java, uh... We we we've got a uh, we've got a, a pool specialist coming on, and what is it? Is that next week that we got a pool guy coming? Yeah, we got um, Jason from not Jason Klein, but uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm sitting right <laughs> Jason here. from uh, Aqua Blue. Uh, okay, he's gonna come on and uh, help help everybody get their pool things together uh, next week. Okay, next week. So oh, they, we're gonna have a, a pool pro here next week uh, okay. because I will say that. Uh, I don't know if you're definitely above my pay grade. I don't know. Yeah, you know. I, I'm not sure how you're going to pump the water up to that solar panel because that's uh, that's going to take a pretty healthy pump to do that. Okay, well, um, all right. I'll talk to him about that. Yeah. Hey, can I uh, shift gears and ask an entirely different question? Sure. Okay. Um, I have seen uh, I'm, my attic insulation is, uh, I guess it's adequate um it's it's fairly well covered on the floor of the attic in the uh, floor joists, but I saw online uh, an advertisement for a company that actually insulates in between the uh, roof. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you call the the, uh, Foam the that, uh, go up at an angle and form your form the actual roof itself? That's that's called the roof rafters. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they they stick insulation uh, in between the roof rafters. Mm-hmm. The idea being to insulate the whole attic and not just insulate the house. That's right. The, yeah, the, but I don't know anybody in Jackson who does that. Do you? Oh yeah. Yeah. There's several companies that that. That can do that. And, Mark, the theory behind that, and you can Google Doug Rye, the theory behind that is you are insulating your entire envelope opposed to insulating your living envelope. Yeah. Uh, It's two different schools of thought. Um, Personally, I like insulating the living envelope and not the entire envelope. Um but to get some good detail on that, uh, mm-hmm. Google Doug Rye. Okay, is that R Y E? Yes. Okay. And yeah. uh, he's uh, he's the leading expert in in that, and I think you'll find some valuable information. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking it's a good idea to do the the whole. Also, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, um, my, my heater air conditioner unit are up there. You know, it seems like um, they're having to start. You know, the attic gets. You know how they get around. That's right. Like a million degrees. And That's all right. Stuff there. You know, it seems like it'd be a good idea to have a, a more neutral temperature space up there. Uh, like yeah. I said, I've done it. I've done it both ways. So and more uh, ventilation. Both of them too. 
Both if you've of got, them have pros and cons. If you've got something in the attic that uh, that you have to work on ever, water heater, air conditioning unit, whatever else, that might make life a little more comfortable. I don't know. Um, all right. Well, appreciate it, Mark. Thanks a lot. Now, Jeff, I'm going to give this to you. This is an email uh, because this has some words in it that I don't know what they are. Yeah. And, and I'm going to let you oh, try. Oh, uh, Yeah, yeah. So you're the pro contractor. I'm just the guy trying to be. So, okay, uh, if you want to get your call in, it's 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. All right, Jeff, so go ahead and give us the email. Hmm. Jeff, you have to read it aloud. Um, phew. I live in Bay Point. I have PRVWSD water. Uh, house built in 99. Water pressure is at 47 PSI. Wanted at 70. Where can I adjust water pressure? Looked everywhere. Um, unfortunately, you cannot adjust your water pressure. Water pressure is... is uh, Dictated from the water company coming into your house. Now, you can increase the the feed line coming off of your meter on the back side of the meter to your house. Um, I would I would see what line that was. It put in a three quarter line. That's going to give you more more pressure. Okay. I don't know any other way to. Um, Get more pressure out of that meter without increasing the water feed going to your home. Uh, Java, tell us what you uh, found out. Uh, that those letters P R V W S D is the Pearl River Valley, oh, Valley water Supply, supply District. District. Got it. Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay. And and yeah, and the, what you said about uh, the tubing going through, like if you converted everything in the home to say like PEX or something of that nature, yeah, you, you don't necessarily have to convert everything inside. You just have to convert coming coming to your main manifold, wherever your main feed mm-hmm. is coming into that house. Mm-hmm. Um, we just built a house in in Madison County, and our our water pressure is, is over a hundred, which is a little high. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forty seven is too low right so it sounds to me like you could have a half inch water line coming in and increase that to three quarter okay yeah. uh so another thing on the individual types you know you can get things like uh say like if the water pressure is not very good in the shower you can actually get shower heads that will change the water pressure yes yes if if, if you're just talking about a, a, a single instance you if know rather than the whole house too low already um you know, you you might want to fix the whole problem, like you say, get a bigger main, right? So that you can get more pressure in. All right, good deal. Uh, now here we go. Can you make soft water harder, or vice versa, or is that what the water company is that the water company no, also? No, no, you can definitely get a water softener um, filter. Um, Would one have an instance to get a water hardener, or is there such a thing? I think that's above my pay grade. There we go. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure. That would probably be an additive of some sort with uh, the water company. Yeah, it's got to be a filter in your house or, or you know. Right. And things huh. get clogged, too. 
Huh, that's weird. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 is the number to call. Anything you're working on in your house today, that is uh, something. You know, it's spring outside. Job asked a question the other day about screens and what is the process for replacing screens on windows. It's kind of neat. You can uh, you can go to any home stores and you can buy a kit. Sure. And you can make your own screens you can you can uh, you can cut the screens yourself. Yeah. It's not nearly as difficult as it seems. Just a hacksaw, and and it's very easy. And they make this kit so that you can do it, and and it'll fit just about any window. That's right. If you cut it yourself. Mm-hmm. However, if that seems a little a little difficult for you, when you're at uh, say a home store. Uh, one of the things you can do is take the frame that you currently have and just put new screen in it. And this happens to a lot of people with uh, older screens tended to rust and, and, and uh, some of the older screens dried out and you can just kind of put your finger through it and it's it's gone. Some of them like cloth, they just shred it. Yeah, they just shred. So, yes, you can replace that and they make a special little tool and it's it's usually, you know, either free or maybe two right. bucks, you know. <clears throat> but it's what you put the screen back in with. It's a little roller. Looks like a piece of world cutter. Yeah, yeah, it does. It looks mm-hmm. like a pizza. That's cutter. right. That's right. Uh, but and, you know, most of your uh, Ace hardwares will actually build your screen for you. Really? Sure. Yeah, Take them the measurements, and they'll they'll actually either rescreen or build you a brand new one. Never heard that before um, in my life. That's the greatest yeah. thing I've ever heard. Sure. Okay. Eight seven seven. MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Of course, you can uh, go online. Fix it one hundred one at mpbonline dot org. Uh, let's see. Is it a good time of year? Now we talk about this during. It's kind of funny. We we always talk about this around say September is the chimney sweep, but actually. It's 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 spring. Everybody, everybody's done with their fireplace right now, and most people just close the flue and leave it alone until next yeah, leave September. Leave the bird nest and everything in there. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> birds nest and everything, but but yeah, because this is spring. This is when they're doing their nesting. But I can say that it might not be a bad time to call a chimney sweep. It wouldn't hurt. No, go ahead and get it hurt at all. That'll keep it from building up and staying so long, too. Right, and the folks won't have nearly as much business. When you call a chimney sweep in November, right? (laughs) Jeez. I'm building a fire now. Can you hurry up? Right. (laughs) Right. I need you out today. So, yeah, you can do it right now and probably get an appointment pretty easy comparably. So, that one might not be a bad idea. Um, And also check, see if you have any critters living in there. We had that on the show one time. I remember. He talked about how many. Uh, critters creepy or, or creepy crawlers are in your chimney. So, numbers called 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an uh, email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Today's an open topic day, so any question you have for these folks, these contractors that uh, are at your disposal this hour. Give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
If you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here, contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Salmon from Houseworks. Today is an open topic day. We're just here to help. Just let us uh, com- help you complete your home improvement project. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Johnny is on the line in Jackson. Johnny, are you with us this morning? Johnny, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. So what's going on this morning? Well, I have a question. I want to get my windows replaced. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a company that's, um, I guess, going around in Jackson and in general areas in Mississippi and they're replacing windows for, you know, their customers, and um, they, they offer you a $100 Walmart card to listen to their sales pitch. And um, I, I want to know if there's any information about this company um, from, you know, maybe people calling, you know, the Better Business Bureau or anything. Do, do you know anything about this company? Well, did, did they give you a name? No, I don't know a name, and I think it's like... You have to contact them through a referral system or something. Ma'am, I'm going to tell you right now, and this is not coming from any of the contractors and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting, (laughs) but you run. Yes. (laughs) If you don't know the name and they wanted to do a sales pitch and they gave you a Walmart card, but you still don't know the name, Mm -mm. they did it wrong. No, they haven't done the sales pitch yet. Okay. I'm just saying this is what others are telling me, but I don't know the name of the company. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, sometimes they say if something is too good to be true, or, you know. Right. And I, I will say this: I am a big, big believer paying for in business. using using local companies. And okay. the reason for that is is that when something goes wrong and things go wrong, you've got a phone number to call. Uh, and you know how to get them, and you know what? It's 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 even nice occasionally to know where that person's office is, yeah. so that just in case you can drive down there and go to it. But you're okay. not going to do that if they're in Houston. Ah, uh, so. okay. Just thought I'd get your your uh, opinion on that. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I just, uh, fellas, I just can't. Uh, you know, I don't want to disparage anybody's business, but uh, I would just say if you just stick local, you're yes, better off. Please. Please, right? Just do local, right? Do you, do you, do you offer the hundred dollar gift card? I do yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's go to uh, Art and uh, Clinton. Oh wow, this is going to be fun. Uh, a septic lining. Are you with us, Art? Yes, Art's here. So, so what's going on? I'm trying to get info about water treat water treatment system, as in along the lines of septic. Mm-hmm. Systems. Uh, I'm trying to find out two things. One, uh, what kind of warranty do you have on them? I've been in a property for eight years, and I'm developing troubles. I'm not sure when it was installed. 
And the second question is, is there any problem with using different type of chemicals in there? Like this month, I might use Ridex. Uh, next month, I might use uh, off the shelf from a big box, big box store, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Well, I'll start by saying that, you know, follow the directions, whatever those directions are. But, uh, Jeff, you look a little concerned. Dell, anything on your mind? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I've got a septic tank at our cabin in the country. Um, now, is this a grinder station or is it a actual septic tank with, with, with field lines? It's an actual treatment center. They call it a water treatment system. It has the little sprinklers that shoot out like okay. a force. Okay. Okay. And this month I might have, you know, X number of containers of Red X, and then, you know, mm-hmm. I use them up, and I might be at a big box store in front of a different brand. Then I start using it for two or three months or whatever. Right. Is there any problem mm-hmm. with that? Or should I just stick with one forever and ever? Well, I, I tell you, you really you really ought to call, and there's there's a couple companies in town that will come inspect that septic tank and pump it out you know those things have to be pumped out um uh, and it's what it sounds like may may need to to happen to yours but i would definitely let someone come look at that Mm, yeah but what what about usual warranties on them if any you know say like you're the first time buyer of a property or you just had one put in you know is it five six ten twenty years or yeah, uh, you know that's, made, but yeah, that's but if you're not the original owner, sure. it might not have transferred. Yeah, and I mean that that's going to be company driven, you yeah. know. So, yeah, if they went cheap, I doubt it. Yeah. So, but just about those brands, it seemed like most brands would be about the same, though. You know, have the same probably the same well, chemicals. You know, like, it's an enzyme. Yeah, like this is what you're doing. So, just different content. Um, all right. Seems like right, it man. I hope that helps out, man. Uh, give that a try. I do think you probably need to have a pro out there and look at that. You get inspected. Right. All right, let's go to Willard in Greenville talking. He's got a comment about attic space. Uh, Willard, are you with us this morning? I am. Good morning. Good. What's going on? Well, you had someone call in about a fully insulated envelope insulating their roof rafters. Yes. And you mentioned, uh, I think, another gentleman that... Uh, he ought to look into is named Doug Stiburek. It's with Building Science Corporation out of Boston. And especially in the South, when you understand the physics and what's going on, it is absolutely the thing to do. Really? You, you cannot uh, let someone do it that wants to vent the attic, uh, cut your shingles so you have a ridge vent, uh, you have to do it correctly or you'll be, you know, use the correct foam, use the correct uh, moisture barriers in the right places, or you'll have something you're not happy with. But right. when you read Building Science Corporation, it's absolutely the thing to do. So uh, you got a website or something? I think it's buildingscience.com. Okay. Buildingsciencecorp.com. If you look, if you Google top ten dumb things to do when building in the South, <laughs> <laughs> That'll come uh, up, you Willard. Look, I, I definitely Sorry, agree with show. you. You can you can develop what is called sick homes if you uh, if you don't if you don't ins- insulate that uh, envelope correctly. That's that's fantastic, Willard. We appreciate it. All right, uh, let's move on to Timothy in Louisiana. What's going on, Timothy? Yo, Timothy, you with us? Yes. How are y'all this morning? <laughs> Very good. 
How's living off the grid, man? Oh, it's wonderful. You know, I, I, I just this is a reminder for country living. Okay. Folks, uh, it's spring. You know, you're putting away your kerosene heater from the barn. Mm-hmm. Uh, empty it out and do a burn down of all the, the all of the kerosene that's left in there, and then you know clean the wick and get it ready for that first chill of next winter. You know, get it. You know, it'll, it'll be happier if if it stores empty and if you leave the kerosene in it. Well, that's just like uh, that's just like what the lawnmower thing. You know, go ahead and run the gas out and then. Uh uh, when you go to pick it up again, you don't have bad gas in it. All right, that's a good idea, Timothy. Appreciate it. Let's go to uh, David and Starkville's got a question about attic fans. Well, this this might end up being a thing today, guys. David, are you with us? I am. How are y'all? Good. So what's going on? Uh, I don't have one. I'm looking at a house that has an attic fan and a central heat unit. Um, as far as I can tell from some cursory research, like attic fans don't really work in the south because of the humid air um and and really i would rather and not only that because of the way they work you got a whole bunch of holes between the inside of your house and the outside of your house through way of the attic i was wondering what kind of cost ballpark it would be to get something like that removed or sealed up or if that's even the right way to think about it uh dell you've done lots of roof patches what what would it's uh, it all depends on the size and the degree of difficulty, you know. Let's say as big as a basketball, how uh, like, you know. Oh, just a little hole like that. Yeah. Uh, typically, um, I don't know the square footage of that. I hadn't put the tape on it, but something like that probably be, you know, just a couple bucks. You know, I call that a you know one hundred fifty two hundred dollar job. Okay. Does that you know. sound about right, uh, David? Uh, Things about right for me, uh, and, and my logic is, is, is right. I mean, uh, a, an attic vent like that doesn't really work down here because the humidity, correct? It's not. It's not so much that it's not efficient. Uh, and, I, and I'm with you. I would get rid of my power attic vents, and I would go a continuous ridge vent and vent that entire attic. Hmm. That 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 power attic vent is only is only venting a few hundred feet. Um, so I would do a continuous ridge vent. There's no moving parts, and it vents the entire attic. Okay. All right, good deal. Let's go to uh, Gary in Madison. He's got a comment about water pressure. Are you with us, Gary? Uh, yes, I am. So you wanted to, uh, you got a comment about water pressure? Yes, sir. On the question about the uh, increasing pipe size to increase pressure, that's incorrect. Uh, the only way you increase... Uh, you'll increase volume by enlarging your pipe size. That has nothing to do with pressure. Right. Uh, unless Pearl River Valley has got a pressure-reducing valve somewhere in the system that they, you know, in the community where this house is, normally you're going to run 55 to 65-pound pressure. 40 pounds a little low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's at 47, 47? Uh, Gary. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, okay. Well, anything from... From fifty to sixty-five is normal, uh-huh. but uh, but by in, by increasing pipe size, you're just increasing volume. Well, can you? I wonder if uh, if there's. I wonder if he can put a pump on anywhere that would <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, help things uh, out. Pearl River Valley should have some booster pumps in the system, and oh. and it it could be. I mean, they have booster pumps in their in their water system. Uh, they could uh, increase pressure. 
to an area if it's low everywhere. Uh-huh. Uh, you couldn't do it. You, you couldn't do it on one. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, he may check with Pearl River Valley and get them to come check. All right, appreciate that. That's a worth a phone call. All right, folks, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. John Chapman. Call screener is Jay White. For Dell Moore and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Sherita Brent and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.